Welcome to the Racing Wire Podcast Network's encore presentation of the Performance Motorsports Network's broadcast of the Hoosier Racing Tire SECA Super Tour races from Hallett Motor Racing Circuit. This race was first broadcast live Sunday, April 24th, 2022. All right, we're getting closer to the end here for the 2022 Hoosier Racing Tire SECA Super Tour Stop 6 at the Hallett Motor Racing Circuit here in Jennings, Oklahoma. Spec Racer 4-3 coming up. Here is your starting lineup. Starting 29th, car number 16 from Cedar Park, Texas. It's Jeff Bedell. Starting 28th in the three car from Santa Fe, New Mexico, it's Lee Romine. Starting 27th in the 146 from Overland Park, Kansas, Kirk Collier. Starting 26th in the number two car from Stanley, Kansas, it's Jim Coates Sr. Starting 25th in the 22 car from Houston, Texas, Cliff Twaddle. Starting 29th in the 09 car from Spring, Texas, Raymond Miller. Starting 23rd in the 99 car from Dallas, Texas, it's Joshua Justice. Starting 22nd in the 14 car from Parkville, Missouri, it's Robin Kirkland. Starting 21st in the 67 car from Bartlesville, Oklahoma, it is Brent Stewart. Starting 20th in the 171 car from Abilene, Texas, Charles Pigeon. Starting 19th in the 44 car from Austin, Texas, Paul Miranda. Starting 18th in the 136 car from Leewood, Kansas, Kelly Toombs. Starting 17th in the 69 car from Fort Worth, Texas, Brad Gorondon as the cars are entering the track. Starting 15th, it's the 54 car from Kansas City, Missouri, Chris Funk. Starting 15th, it's the 47 from St. Louis, Missouri, John Vogel. Starting 14th, the double zero car out of League City, Texas, Scott Monroe. Starting 13th in the 9 car from Kansas City, Missouri, Tyler Fox. Starting 12th in the 107 from Piedmont, Oklahoma, Jacob Dealey. Starting 11th in the 19 car from Montpelier, Virginia, Charles Russell Turner. Starting 10th in the number 20 car from Overland Park, Kansas, Jim Coat Jr. Starting 9th in the 80 car from League City, Texas, Whitney Strickland. Starting 8th in the 56 car from Bixby, Oklahoma, Richard Stevens. Starting 7th in the 119 car from Sand Springs, Oklahoma, hometown guy, Grayson Strathmore. Starting 6th in the 36 car from Conroe, Texas, it's Neil Masseuse. And let's see here. Uh, starting 5th in the 18 car from Dallas, Texas, Gary Glanger. Starting 4th in the 52 car from Greenbrier, Arkansas, Peyton Long. Starting 3rd in the number 4 car from St. Louis, Missouri, Grant Vogel. Starting on the outside of the front row, 108 is the car number. San Angelo, Texas is where David Ogborn's from. And our pole sitter, car 41 from McKinney, Texas, Denny Stripling. That is your starting grid for Spec Racer Ford 3. Bob? Once again, another barn burner of a race. If this uh, weekend and qualifying has been anything, any indication, we're looking for a lot of uh, passing. We're looking for a lot of competition. And, well, Stripling uh, did a pretty good job yesterday. Can he do it again today? We'll find out. Yep, Chris. Yeah, I don't think anybody's got anything for Stripling. I'm going to go on a limb and make a bold prediction here. The battle's going to be for second, third, and fourth. I just think he's got too good of a handle on this track. He was, you know, checked out pretty much yesterday, unabated by the lead. And then the pace car lights are out, guys. So as they head off to turn 10 and the field starts to form up, I still think our battle's going to be for third and fourth throughout this race. Mike? Well, I'm not going to say that. I think it's going to be a barn burner all the way through because everybody saw what Stripling had yesterday, a chance to make adjustments on their cars last night. 
We'll find out in about 35 minutes or 27 laps, whichever comes first. Pace cars on pit road. They come around. Denny Stripling has the lead as they come down the hill. Again, green flag early, only about the first five or six rows. Three wide at the front, but it's the 108 car of Ogborn that has the advantage at the line. Striplingdale has the preferred line. They are side by side, but Ogborn has the lead. And I believe Stripling did get in front of Peyton Long to hold on to second. Bob, you have to make sure that's what happened. Looks like it from here, uh, 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 Mike, as, uh, as they come through. Ogborn, Stripling, Long, and Vogel still in a one, two, three, four line as uh, the rest of them are doubling up behind them. And uh, as they're climbing the hill, uh, it is car 108, Ogborn. It is car, uh, car 41, Denny Stripling and Peyton Long. Grant Vogel, Gary Glancher, all of them pretty much as they started into five. Now things are getting a little hairy, uh, a little bit further back than that with two by two going on through into six, but it's Ogborn and Stripling coming to you, Chris, uh, out of six. Yeah, no change at the front yet, but uh, Stripling not letting him get away here. Ogborn thinks he's going to get away, but Stripling very, very strong under braking into nine. Come out of nine, and it's a three-car breakaway at the front as we have a car spin right in the middle of turn nine here. I'm going to get you a car number. It's the 80 car who was Whitney Strickland, who was in ninth, Mike. All right. He's trying to get himself turned around. The whole field passes him safely, and now he's going to re-enter the track. All right, so Ogborn now at the line's got about a two-car length lead over Stripling, about three back to Peyton Long, Grant Vogel, and Richard Stevens in fifth. They're all around the corner. It's still about a car length separating Dave Ogborn, our leader, and that 108 over Denny Stripling, yesterday's winner. Bob? Yep, but Stripling is going deeper into the braking zone, and he's down to about, uh, oh, well, he's got his nose right under Ogborn's gearbox right now as they come out of two and three. It is about three car lengths before you get back to Peyton Long, Grant Vogel, and Richard Stevens in, in that order. But right now, it's Ogborn with Stripling right on his gearbox as they come out of five, going on over into six, pretty much the same. And, uh, Chris, you'll see him coming out, still Ogborn and Stripling in that order. Uh, coming out, out of six, and over to you. Yes, those two have exited turn six and come into seven here. No change. Stripling right on Ogborn's rear end as they come over eight, into nine, into the ugly corner, and then it's long, and then Vogel, Stevens, and Glanger. I'm hoping that Glanger can pick up his pace just a little. He put on such a show yesterday. I hope he does another one again today, Mike. What we'll see is they come around turn number 10 and down the front stretch here, and it is about a half a car length now between Stripling and Ogborn. Ogborn still has the lead. About three car lengths back down to Long, Vogel, and Stevens. But Ogborn has the advantage into turn one. About five feet separates those two cars. That is it as they head up the hill and over to Mr. Bob Steele. As they come out from behind the haulers, it is a, a little bit more than that into the braking zone, about two car lengths between Ogborn and Stripling. Uh, it, but it, I tell you what, the top five or six cars is no, are no more than a car length or two car lengths apart. So, again, early in the race, but this could be anybody's race. But right now it's Ogborn and Striplings as they still are number one and number two. Coming out of five, going into six. Chris, you'll see it that way in just a second. Just a slight gap between the top two here, as you had said, Bob, and then seven cars all pretty much nose to tail. Slight gap between sixth and seventh, but definitely Ogborn 
using up some tire here in the beginning, trying to make an attempt to walk away and prove me wrong that Stripling couldn't be challenged. So far, he's made a liar out of me. But as Stripling is a little slow leaving nine, Vogel and Long are making inroads towards second place in Stripling, Mike. All right, as I'm waiting then to come around to turn number 10, and it looks like that two-car breakaway is gone. It's now four. But Ogborn has opened up a two-car length lead over Stripling, and then it's about a half a car length back to Long, another half back to Vogel. Let's keep Stevens in there, too. Five cars in a row heading around turn one and back up the hill to Bob. As we're looking for them to come through past the haulers, and, and there they are. Ogborn's got a uh, good two-car length lead into the braking zone. Behind him, all the cars seem to uh, be pressing down to nose to tail, and I mean nose to gearbox right there. And it's not until they get up the hill a little bit that they start to settle out again and uh, get uh, about a car length apart. As they get over to five and out of five, again, about a car length apart. Going into six, it's still Ogborn, Stripling, Long, Vogel, and Stevens as they come out over to Chris. Chris? On their way to you. Bob, as they exit turn six, there's about a four-car breakaway. Uh, Ogborn with a little bit of an advantage as he comes into seven with a little bit of a nose wiggle under braking there. And then it's one car length back to Stripling, then Log and Vogel nose to tail as they head over the bridge. It's really a four-car breakaway with Richard Stevens falling back in fifth just a little bit. Mike? All right, as they head into turn number 10, it's still Ogborn in the lead. Coming out of 10, about a car length and a half now. Maybe a little bit less back to uh, Stripling, and it's kind of opening up a little bit. As Long and Vogel are still hanging in there, Stevens dropping off a little bit. Grayson Strathman just set the fastest lap of the race, closing in on Stevens. Bob? All right, let's take a look at that as they uh, come in. Now, going into the braking zone, once again, Ogborn about three car legs, and then down to the braking zone. Everybody bunches up, and I mean everybody. One, two, four, six cars in a bunch. Now that starts to settle out as they come up through four. Car 108, David Ogborn. Car 41, Denny Stripling. Then uh, Peyton Long, Grant Vogel, Richard Stevens, Grayson Strathman, trying to do something, but not able to make much out of that speed, even though he did the fastest lap uh, this last race, or this last lap around. As they come out of five, over to six, and over to Chris. Down the straightaway, Bob, it's a Congo line of drafting. Nobody making any kind of a change. They know better. They want to stay nose to tail. No changes. They crest eight, down into nine, exit nine. Only about three car lengths between Ogborn and Stripling. That is the battle right now between Long and Vogel, who are nose to tail as well, Mike. All right, as they come around turn number 10, one more time, it is still Ogborn, about a car length, maybe a little bit, well, I'm going to call it a car length here, over uh, Denny Stripling, Peyton Long, Vogel, Stevens, and Strathman. Still no changes in positions there. Gary Glanger trying to get up to those top six. Bob, Glanger was the fast guy yesterday. Let's see what he's got today. Well, as uh, everybody goes into the braking zone again, all of them are compressing down. We've got six cars, now seven, now eight cars into the braking zone, all nose to tail. Coming out of the braking zone, our top four, Ogborn, Stripling, Long, and Vogel, have a bit of a breakaway, three cars lengths back to car number 56, that's Richard Stevens, and then you've got a couple of more cars, Strathman, Glanger, and Macesus, uh all uh, uh, nose to tail in a second group behind our overall leaders. Chris, 
Ogborn coming to you about a car length and a half over a Stripling. No change at the front except for now the top four have all connected by a chain as they go over and through seven, eight, and into Ugly. They come up out of Ugly, and it looks like Stripling's got a little better pace as he exits, which brings Long and Vogel right in tow. So, Ogborn, your leader, Stripling, Long, then Vogel, but not separated by hardly anything, Mike. Well, unlike yesterday where Stripling uh, got the jump uh, right at the beginning at the green flag, now he's got to follow Ogborn and look for that spot where he can get around him. In fact, he looks a little bit going down the front stretch, decides to tuck back in, Top three are nose to tail, and Grant Vogel in fourth is only a half a car length back. Bob, they're coming up the hill to you. All right, as they come past the haulers. Yep, you're right. Uh, Vogel uh, now compresses in. Uh, so you've got Ogborn, Stripling, Long, and Vogel in the breaking zone. Coming out of three, they start to separate out a little bit. But you've got that four-car breakaway, Ogborn, Stripling, Long, and Vogel. And then it is a good five to ten car lengths back before Grayson Strathman. Richard Stevens, Gary Glanger. And that is uh, how this uh, race is settling out right now in the early laps. And they're heading over to Chris. Chris? As they exit turn six, and Ogborn is really using a lot of tire here, I believe, to keep ahead of Stripling. And I think that's going to cost him later on. We still have 25 minutes to go, 10 minutes done. But as they come into the breaking zone for nine, Stripling closes up yet again. And that is bringing Peyton Long along with Grant Vogel. So, top four still in a breakaway here over everybody else. Mike, as they come to 10. Well, you know, Stripling is not going to let uh, Ogborn walk away with it, for one, and he is always going to let him know that he is there just to put the pressure on him. At the start-finish line, he goes to make his move now. He goes driver's left, decides he don't have enough room, tucks back in, but he is definitely no letting Ogborn know he is there and that Ogborn is going to be in a dogfight. Bob, they're up the hill to you. Yep, and that uh, dogfight is going to continue as uh, we continue this race. And we're looking at, at quite a quite a bit of time left and quite a bit of laps. Our first four all, uh, again, still in this one breakaway, about a car length, maybe car length and a half, uh, all the way back to Grant Vogel. Then you've got, uh, you've got Grayson Strathman, who has got a little bit of a space between himself and Stevens and Glanger. And then the rest of them are spread out behind there. But our, our overall leader, Ogborn Stripling, Pate Long, Grant Vogel, coming to you, Chris, as uh, we speak. They're almost into turn seven, and now they are in turn seven, Bob. And I'm watching that 108 of Ogburn. For some reason, when he makes that hard left at the end of that straightaway and throws it into seven, he gets a little front-end wiggle, and that does give Stripling an advantage. As they come out of nine, Stripling pulls out and looks to go by him. There may be some sort of a challenge there, Mike, as they come into your view now. All right, as they come around turn ten, it is side by side. Nope, and and uh, Stripling thought better of it as the front end of his car started to wiggle, so he got back in line going into one. He stays right there, and in third place, Peyton Log just sitting in the catbird seat, watching what the two in front of him are doing before he decides to make a move. Bob, it's still Ogborn in the lead coming to you. You know, it's interesting that those moves did not do anything to separate those uh, cars here at this point, uh, or did it? Wait a minute. Hang on a second. Uh, Mike, we've got a new leader. 
and his name is Denny Stripling. Uh, he puts David Ogborn in uh, in the turn two, uh, right behind him, and uh, Peyton Long, Grant Vogel, so uh, put Ogborn in second, Stripling in first, and uh, there was a little bit of a kerfuffle there as uh, that changed their overall position. Chris, over to you. Yeah, down the back straightaway here, definitely you called it right. Yes, Stripling in the front, but wait, somebody else also made that as a prediction. <laughs> Stripling now starts to pull away through eight. It appears that Ogborn has a little bit of a handling issue on the front end when he turns into seven. Stripling now four car lengths away from Stripling has is pulling away from Ogborn as they head towards turn 10. Long and Vogel are still in tow, but they're trapped behind Ogborn, Mike. All right, so uh, so let's see. They come into turn number 10, and down to front stretch. It is stripling by about two and a half car lengths now over Ogborn. Peyton Long, Grant Vogel, nose to tail as it's a four-car breakaway at the front. They're around one. Close in on stripling a little bit. They're only about a car length behind the Bob coming up the hill. As we are looking for him coming out, yeah, it's only about a car length, Mike, but uh, as they get down into the break zone, once again, uh, Ogborn seems to uh, not be going as deep as he was earlier. May uh, be trying to give the brakes just a little bit of a, a, a shake, but uh, now we're looking at about three car lengths between Stripling and Ogborn, a car length between Ogborn and Long, and a car length between Vogel and Long. So uh, that's settling out just a little bit, but Stripling got a couple of car lengths there as uh, he's coming out of six and should be over by you, Chris. Yeah, the top seven right now, Bob, all ran a 121-something the last lap, but you wouldn't know it by the front of this field where Stripling is just starting to put blister Gentlemen, in. we've got Tight. a spin. Gentlemen, we've got a spin in turn two. Uh, full track blockage here. Let me check. Now the car is back underway. Let me see whether I can't get a number on what it was that uh, – was uh, car number 44, spun it around in turn two and blocked the track. A lot of dancing around to get around him. He lost four positions. Back to you guys. All right, that was Paul Miranda that did the little spin. Uh, let's see. Uh, Lee Romine, Chris Funk, Kelly Toombs did not make the starting grid. Bob, the leaders are coming back to you. It's still Stripling, Ogborn, Long, and Vogel. Thank you much. And, uh, Mike, let's take a look at him. Yep, it certainly is. Stripling has got himself about a four-car length lead uh, into the breaking zone. Ogborn, Long, and Vogel, uh, nose to tail, coming out of three. It's still Stripling with about a four-car. Now, the, uh, the Ogborn, Long, and Vogel spread themselves out across the track. If these were Miatas, I'd say they were all looking to get a little air into their car, into their uh, radiators. But that is not the case with these guys. They were just looking for a little advantage somewhere. Couldn't find anything. Pulled back in line, stripling about a four or five car length advantage as they come out of six and over to Chris. Chris? Stripling strengthening that advantage. He has got a really good car when he goes to turn into seven and does not even wiggle a bit. He is putting in some blistering laps, working lap 11 with 20 minutes to go. Just turned the quickest lap of the race for himself at a 21.5. But Ogborn, Long, and Vogel still in tow in, in that order, Mike. All right, Stripling now with uh, almost 11 laps in the book. That's what they'll have when he crosses. Knows what he's got in that machine, and he's opened up about a seven-car length lead. Now a good battle for second. It is David Ogborn. Peyton Long wants to get around him. They're side-by-side side going into one. It is still side-by-side. Side. Bob coming up the hill. It's Ogborn, Long, neck and neck. There goes our overall race leader, Denny Stripling, and Ogborn and Long settled it out before. Now they're three wide going into two, and 
<laughs> oh man, you gotta love this. Uh, in, in it's still Ogborn in in second place. Uh, we did uh, not have a change here. Car number fifty-two. Uh, that is Peyton Long in third and Grant Vogel in fourth. But boy, oh boy, I tell you what, Mike. As uh, you were talking about uh, side by side, it was three wide there in two and three for just a little while. Uh, Chris, they're coming uh, out of six and, and should be over by you right now. Denny Stripling in the lead. Starting to get towards the uh, tail end of the field here. That number 16, as you recall yesterday, uh, was um, in front of Stripling. And I'm sure it won't happen again today where he had hit the brakes because Stripling is lucky this time and caught him in his straightaway. So starting to work through some of the slower traffic at the tail end of this field here, Mike. Stripling starting to pull away and convincingly just like yesterday. All right, as they come around turn number 10, there's Denny Stripling. He has opened up. It's easily 8 to 10 car lengths back to Ogborn. Another one back to Peyton Long. Grant Vogel about two back, but they have to deal with that lap traffic as they all go around turn one, and Denny Stripling slowly pulling away. Let's watch Stripling and see how far he is. Okay, they're out of the... uh... Yeah, it's good uh, 10, 15 car lengths now for Stripling as he's uh, through three, and uh, the rest of the field is just coming into two. Now that settles out a little bit. Once again, fanned out Ogborn, Lorne at Long, and Vogel across the track, and uh, none of them have a good run, so they all pull back nose to tail as they come around. Now we got uh, going back a little further, uh, Grayson Strathman gets a little loose as they come out of five. Other than that, Denny Stripling's on a roll, and uh, he's over by Chris. Yeah, no traffic in front of him as he navigates through turn seven, and then now we have a slight breakaway again here for second and third between Ogborn and Peyton Long, and Long being very, very patient, but then there's about a seven-car length lead back to Grant Vogel in fourth, but right now Stripling handily walking away, Mike. Well, Denny Stripling did this yesterday, and he's repeating it again today as he comes around 10 and down the front stretch. Last time around, he was 2.4 seconds ahead, but Ogborn and uh, Peyton Long have gotten around that lap traffic. It's now 2.7 seconds, the advantage Stripling as they are all around turn number one and heading up the hill to Bob. And as we are looking at him, there he goes. Uh, man, it is Stripling with a really nice lead here. Ogborn, Peyton Long, nose to tail. Grant Vogel falling a little bit off the pace there as uh, as we're watching him. But uh, behind him, Stevens and Glanger side by side. And it looks like, uh, let's see, who's got the run on this? Car 18, that is Gary Glanger, uh, had the run. It looked like Richard Stevens was coming up driver's right, but those guys are duking it out, trying to uh, for fifth place overall as uh, Denny Stripling goes over to uh, turn six. Yeah, as he goes down the straightaway here, we're starting to navigate some traffic uh, like he was last lap, but Stripling in nine, the others all in eight, and then fourth place, the number four car there of Grant Vogel, he is about a corner behind. Right now, Peyton Long and David Ogburn need to work together if they intend to catch up to Stripling again, because if they keep running like they are and not helping one another, you might as well just write this one off with 15 minutes to go, Mike. Well, I'll tell you, Gary Glanger, like yesterday, about this time, started making his move to the front. He has gone from eighth to sixth in the last couple laps and trying to make, you know, a move here. So it's still Denny Stripling with about 2.7 seconds over David Ogborn, and they're coming up the bob. And we're looking, uh, I just had a, 
<laughs> I just had a GT1 car start behind me as uh, a couple of uh, Spec Racer 4.3s went by, and I'm going, wait a minute, that doesn't sound right at all. So, uh, <laughs> as, as Denny Stripling goes rolling on by uh, with David Ogborn, followed very closely by Peyton Long in car 52. A little ways back to Grant Vogel. Car number 18, Gary Glanger and uh, Richard Stevens are still duking it out, and I'm still giggling about the GT1 car beyond. Oh, <laughs> Did man, it scare you, Bob? It, no, it didn't scare me. I'm just, the, I've got Spec Racer Ford 3s behind me, and a going on us like whoa what happened who who did that motor swap last night last lap back to you guys well i can tell you this that peyton long just made a huge lunge towards david ogborn at the exit of nine going to 10 mike all right well keep an eye on that as they come around turn 10 here comes denny stripling She's got a pretty good lead. Yeah, that was good, Bob. And there it is. It's about a half a car length between Ogborn and Long. Long's looking at 14 minutes to go. He wants to make a go of this. Now he's on uh, the tail of Ogborn, Bob. We may see a position change here. Well, let's take a look at it. Uh, Stripling coming down into the braking zone. We've got Ogborn. We've got Long. Long right on uh, Ogborn's rear bumper. Or rear bumper. Rear gearbox. Rear gearbox. There's only one gearbox. The gearbox and right under his uh, his wing there. And uh, is it happening? No. Nope. Uh, Ogborn pulls away by about a car length, but it is still four car lengths back to Vogel. It's about another ten car lengths back to Glanger, two car lengths back to Stevens as they go into five, over to six, and over to Chris. If I was studying this race and wanted to get into this class to race, the one thing I would uh, definitely say that you need to do here is take a page out of the stripling book, which is go hard, go early, build your gap, then just maintain it. So as he exits turn nine convincingly with a long lead now, Ogborn and Long still nose to tail, and that's kind of left Grant Vogel out with no drafting help at all. But Glanger is kind of coming with a little help from Richard Stevens, Mike. Yeah, it seems like this weekend Gary Glanger has had some uh, hard luck when it comes to qualifying, putting him back in the pack and making him really work to move up to the front. If he could have qualified better, he, he might have uh, given a run for his money for a stripling. But other than that... It's stripling all the way. Is that him? Ogborn and Long are back up around Bob. All right, as we're watching him come on through. Yep, it certainly is, and it's interesting. As you mentioned, uh, uh, it, it's sort of like uh, if everybody had a little bit better qualifying, they probably would finish a little bit further up front. Well, I'm just saying because Glanger's just saying, you know. Glanger's got a fast car. That's that's what I'm yes, saying. Yeah, he does, and there's no question about that. And uh, our overall leaders, uh, top four cars. Uh, Stripling, Ogborn, Long, and Vogel are separating out a little bit. So the competition there in the top four positions, not as intense, shall we say, as it was earlier. Those guys are still moving, but they're uh, farther apart. Uh, over there, Chris, over to you. Yeah, our overall leader comes down the straightaway, ducks himself out to put himself in the mirror of the 67, which politely pulls over and lets him by since there's no headlights on these cars and it's just bodywork. That was the only way he could signal, hey, I am coming and I am looking, and he was nice enough to let him through. So Stripling convincingly walking away again, Mike. Yeah, no doubt about it. He has gotten around him again coming down the front stretch. Uh, let's take a look. It was 2.8 seconds the last time, 2.4. So uh, actually, Ogborn has caught up. 
about uh, four-tenths of a second this last lap. So Stripling maybe just kind of cooling off a little bit to make to make sure that uh, Ogborn stays behind him. Bob? Yeah, Stripling not really uh, in, in a big rush, but uh, he knows he's got tires. He knows he's got, uh, he's got the power. He knows he's got the drive. So uh, does he need to really prove anything to anybody? No, he's got a slower car in between himself and Ogborn right now, so that's uh, giving him some breathing space. Ogborn not really uh, moving up to take that slower car on. And, of course, Peyton Long sitting back there watching Ogborn and following it through. They're out of six, and over to you, Chris. I'm having trouble picking him off until he gets in front of me. Uh, Now I understand it. He has definitely got one car between him because they were all in a straight line, and I couldn't tell them apart until they churned. So, yes, our overall leader, Stripling, walking away. That 67 car that led him by is the car that's in between David Ogborn and himself. As they head towards turn 10, Peyton Long doing his best to keep up with Ogborn, but still turning mid-121s. These cars haven't slowed a bit as of yet, guys, with 10 minutes to go. Attention to the pit and paddock. First call to the grid for race group seven, Formula 500, Formula F, and Formula V. Race group seven, Formula 500, Formula F, and Formula V, your first call to the grid. Bob, it's up. Call's up to you. All right. As we're watching our overall leader coming through uh, turn two, turn three, and uh, looking behind him, there's a lot of traffic as uh, our second place, David Ogborn, clearing most of that traffic. Uh, now Peyton Long clearing it, and now uh, Grant Vogel still tied up uh, between himself and Peyton Long. Can He's got slower car in between them. But that slower car is not really holding anybody up right now, but it could play into uh, uh, having uh, Vogel get around and getting closer to Peyton Long again as uh, the laps wind down. Denny Stripling, over to you, Chris. Correct. And into turn nine, I was watching the 16 car who had exited turn left uh, at turn nine and had spun in the grass and just kept his foot in it, did a donut, and uh, then had to right the car yet again in order to get back on track. So Stripling mired in back marker traffic at the moment, and he has about three cars to contend with, Mike. All right, waiting for him to come by, and here he goes. He's going by. Well, he was going to go by the 22, but decided, well, I'll wait till I get around turn one, then go go around him as he clears that. And now back about 2.5 seconds, Ogborn and Long, as Long now has fallen off the pace just a little bit, about two car lengths behind Ogborn, back in third. Bob? All right, as they are coming into two and three, it is a parade of people or should we say a Pareto spec race for four for threes? There you go. Uh, you've got, uh, there you go. you got Denny Stripling, and uh, he just got past the slower car. Uh, you got a couple of slower cars, and then uh, you've got David Ogborn. A couple of more slower cars, and you've got Peyton Long. A couple of more slower cars, and you've got Glanter and Richard Stevens in the back uh, trying to uh, keep, uh, keep everybody uh, uh, going forward there. So uh, got a little bit of a gaggle of uh, Spec Racer Ford 3s coming at you, Chris. Denny Stripling and David Ogborn in the middle of that. Over to you. Yes, and our overall leader, Crest the Hill at 8, is the number 14. It spun on the outside at 9, and he continues on. But that puts our leader right behind two other cars. But now there's also another car between Stripling and Ogborn and then Peyton Long. So traffic may be starting to play a factor here, benefiting Stripling, but not anybody else. Mike? 
All right, well, Stripling now, he is uh, catching the traffic at the right spots, passing him at the right spots, and he's got some uh, cars between him now and Ogborn, who's opened up about a two-car length advantage over Peyton Long. Grant Vogel is about three seconds back, but the man on the move, Gary Glanger, up to fifth and closing in on Vogel for fourth. Bob? This is going to be something that we uh, need to watch here as uh, as this uh, these laps wind down. We've got about uh, just over seven minutes to go in this race. Stripling still out in the lead rather significantly. Geese encountering some slower traffic. Vogel uh, also encountering slower traffic. And uh, uh, Peyton Long and Ogborn also as well. But uh, as you mentioned, Glanger, a man on a roll here as he is... Uh, bringing uh, Richard Stevens and Grayson Strathman along with him as uh, he moves forward. So uh, we're going to have, as the laps wind down, this could get to be very, very interesting, certainly uh, from second, third, and fourth back. Chris, over to you. I'll keep my eye on Glanger for you here as he navigates through seven, the good corner, the bad, and now the ugly. The number four car shoves it inside of another car, and that opened the door exactly for Glanger to catch up to Vogel as Vogel had to work to get around that car that he was going past, and uh, that allowed Glanger a free run out of nine and gave him a little inroad. So, Mike, like you had said yesterday, and I thought, too, is Glanger going to pull it today? Here he comes. Well, he's and he splits two cars. Well, now he didn't quite get the second one, but boy, I'll tell you, he was close. If he had two inches on each side of the cars as he split them in the middle of the track, then had to back off. He got around one of the slower cars, not the second one. Let's see. Uh, I don't know if he got around Vogel or not. Uh, Bob, you'll have to check if, if the 18 is past the four. All right, we're looking right now as uh, our overall leaders go. Uh, the four is still ahead of the 18 right now, or the four is ahead of the 18. Bogle and Glanger, Glanger still right behind the 18, or right behind the four car. So, uh, no, did not get around him yet, but uh, still on a march, and a good chance that he will, as uh, it looked like his closing speed was a lot faster than what Bogle had. And they're coming over to you, Chris. Into turn seven, here he comes, and... As Vogel turns in, in the good, in the bad, ugh, draws right up to his rear bumper. Glanger said, okay, I want to get by. As they exited turn two earlier, though, Peyton Long had Grant Vogel beside, I'm sorry, Glanger was beside Vogel, but couldn't get it done as he was on the wrong side for the next approaching corner. But they are nose to tail, Mike, coming to you. All right, and Long is caught back up to Ogborn, only about a half a car length behind him. And here is Glanger now, car length and a half behind Vogel for that fourth spot on in uh, Spec Racer Ford 3. Attention at Pitt and Paddock. Second call to the grid for race group seven. Formula 500, Formula F, Formula B. Race group seven, this is your second call to the grid. Formula 500, Formula F, Formula B. Bob? All right, let's take a look at what uh, what we've got in front of us here. It just uh, going by Ogborn, Peyton Long, Grant Vogel is uh, is now going by, but uh, right behind him, Gary Glanger. Man, Gary Glanger is right on his gearbox, and this is going to be something that uh, you know who who ends up fourth. Could it be Glanger? Glanger is on a roll. And let's make sure it's a Kaiser roll for him as he comes through <laughs> five and six. And over to you, my friend. 
Yeah, he just uh, had to navigate past a blue car. I don't have a number for you as of yet. It was the 99 that actually checked his mirror but then drove it in the grass. When he looked to the right, he drove to the right. So as they exit turn nine, the four of Vogel, only half a car length over Glanger. But don't say I didn't warn you. Here comes Richard Stevens into the mix for fourth place, Mike. All right, here we go. It's uh, the 80 car now moving over and letting Ogborn and Long go by and try to chase down Denny Stripling. He still has a three-second lead. Vogel now still with a car-length advantage over Gary Glanger going into turn one. Glanger right on his, right on the rear now of Vogel, and he wants to get around him. Bob? All right, let's pick up our overall leader here, and we'll get that uh, Gary Glanger Vogel race uh, going in just a couple of seconds. Your overall leader uh, just moving through traffic. Uh, Ogborn moving through traffic, and you've got uh, Peyton Long right on Ogborn's uh, gearbox. Uh, let's uh, start and look at Vogel and Glanger. Vogel and Glanger, a little close. Well, only about two car lengths between them now. Uh, Vogel and Glanger. Glanger uh, dropped back off just a little bit. Richard Stevens, Strathman. Uh, still back behind them, but uh, not in striking distance at this particular point in time. Could change rather drastically uh, quickly, as things do with Spec Racer Ford 3. Chris, they're over to you. Yeah, the leader's already through nine, headed to ten, but David Long has reeled in David Ogborn with one car to navigate in between them, and now the four and the 18 of Vogel and Glanger, your battle for fourth, it is intensifying as Glanger is right on the back end of Vogel, Mike. Okay, as they come around 10, it's uh, it's opened up a little bit here. Okay, here comes Vogel and Glanger, and you're right. It's less than half a car length. And there goes Glanger. He's got a good run on the front stretch, not close enough to make a move. Right back up underneath that rear deck of Vogel, but can't make the pass on him. Going up the hill, Bob Glanger still trying to get around Vogel with minute and a half left. He certainly is, and uh, there he goes, right beside him, side by side as they uh, come into two. That settles out. He tries another side-by-side move coming out of three. Not going to happen. He is right underneath the gearbox of Vogel. Glanger's got it right there. Can he get around him? He tries to take a look. Driver's left into five. Nope, not going to make that happen. Taking a look at six as well. Not going to let that happen. All right, Chris, you got a battle coming at you. Overall leader in nine, second place. The battle for that subsided temporarily here as they go into turn nine and separated by four car legs. This three-car battle that we've been following between the four, the 18, and the 56, Vogel, Glanger, Stevens. Now Vogel doesn't have as much of an advantage as they exit turn uh, number nine, the ugly corner, as they head towards that bridge. Glanger may be looking to make a move as the white flag is probably out, Mike. Well, it just came out for our race leader, Denny Stripling. Ogborn, a car length and a half advantage over Long. Here comes a three-car battle. It is Vogel. Car length back to Glanger. Car length back to Stevens. They all go around turn number one, pretty much nose to tail. Bob, take the call, buddy. All right, as they come out of uh, one and down that straight into two, uh, it is uh, uh, Stripling pretty much uh, out by himself. You've got uh, Ogborn and Long still duking it out. Ogborn still got about two car lengths on Long. As we go back a little bit further, we're looking at uh, that battle between Vogel, Glanger, and Stevens. It is still Vogel, Glanger, and Stevens, but again, each one of them underneath the gearbox of the one in front of them. So uh, that could happen. Anything could happen in that group as uh, the, this race winds down. 
Chris, take it away. Yeah, the last time by here, leader definitely gone stripling clearly as long as he keeps it straight. He's good to go. But out of nine, Long gets a little run at Ogborn. Then our other battle for fourth between the four, the 18, the 56, the Vogel-Glanger-Stevens battle. Our car separates each one of them, car length that is, as they head over the bridge towards you, Mike. And checkered flag is out for Denny Stripling, who sweeps the weekend. Coming across second, Dave Ogborn, Peyton Long right up underneath him there, probably about three feet behind him. That was it. Now for fourth, fifth, and sixth, it's Grant Vogel, Gary Glanger, Richard Stevens. Glanger could not be the Superman he was yesterday. Grant Vogel wasn't going to let him. Grayson Strathman will come home seventh. Jim Coat eighth. Charles Russell Turner ninth. And Niels Basus will finish in tenth. And that wraps up Spec Racer Ford three. And uh, like yesterday, Denny Stripling walked away with it. But uh, right behind him, that's where the action was. And we've got to repeat another great race, gentlemen. And with that, let's make our final call to the grid for our final race group of the weekend. Attention to the pit and paddock. Race group 7, Formula 500, Formula F, and Formula B. This is your final call to the grid. Race group 7, Formula 500, Formula F, and Formula V. This is your final call to the grid. All right, we are going to take a break, and we'll be back with our last race group of the weekend. And I will let you know, for the guys that are uh, out there on the track, or I should say track side, our remote track side positions, they were sponsored this weekend by Dino Lucy Energy Drinks. Direct from Italy to you. They're light, crisp, smooth, and refreshing. Find your power, Dino Lucy Energy Drinks. This broadcast is brought to you in part by... For over 25 years, championship-winning drivers and teams have demanded Hawk Performance Motorsport Brake Pads.